welcome back to Old Soul Podcast. My name is Bree, that's spelled B-R-E-I. Thank you so much. Today's video is something new that I haven't done before, and that's basically because I'm doing a commentary over a select group of musicians, artists, in the specific genre of K-music. And the reason why I'm not going to say K-pop is because although a lot of them do produce or, you know, put out k-pop music they do experiment a little bit and i don't think that every single one of them songs would be of their songs would be classified as k-pop and i also don't really want to limit them with that word i do feel like a lot of the time anyone hears like korean music they just assume it's k-pop which is ignorant so i'm just going to use like an overall k-music and then we'll break down some of these songs and some of these artists definitely don't make what I would consider K-pop in the form of the pop genre all the time. There's more ballads or they have other slower songs that people don't even know about that they should know about. And I just want to start this video with a disclaimer because stan culture is messy and trolly and ignorant and annoying. Not all of them, but a majority of them. And so my disclaimer is that I'm in no way making this video for comparison or competition. I'm gonna bring up some artists that I like personally based on my bias and my opinions. And not bias in terms of, oh, this is my bias in the group, but biases in that it's my opinion, if that makes sense. And I just wanted to put that disclaimer up there because it's like you can't have a constructive opinion on idols or specific groups in this industry without someone taking it out of context and being very immature about it. So these are my opinions and my opinions alone. I will be constructive and give constructive criticism where it is due because that needs to happen for anything to be better, especially in this industry or in the music industry at all. But we're just talking about this specific sector and I don't want there to be any hate towards anyone. If I don't like an artist, I'm... I might be a little shady, but I'm not going to say their name, right? And I'm not here to compare these women. They're all very talented and very capable. Um, so don't think that just because I said some group at the beginning and the other group at the end that I'm saying, oh, this is number one, this is like number five. That's not the point. The point is just that I've, you know, got some notes, some of my own opinions, and I'm going to talk about it through my first ever, you know, K-pop or K-music commentary. Don't think that this is going to be like a regular thing for me. I just have a love for a lot of the artists in this industry um, and I wanted to make a video about it and so I felt compelled to do that but I will probably still stick to film and storytelling um, more so but I do feel like music is a form of storytelling and so it does fit into that box and into what I like to talk about and listen to on my everyday you know life in my everyday life so just putting a disclaimer there, just so you know, and this is the point of view of a black woman, so obviously my context and the way that I'm perceived in the world and see the world is going to be very different, and I do want to state that I do feel like a lot of communities in the K-pop industry are not as kind to black women as they should be, or POC women. And I also feel like there's a lot of cultural appropriation that does get spoken out about. Um, some artists don't 
change their ways. They just continue to appropriate the culture. Some artists take that those opinions and those facts and stop doing what they're doing. Some people or artists deflect. I'm not going to say any names and then just gaslight the shit out of the communities that have built that genre or that culture that they're putting on like a costume. It's a problem. And like I said, if people can't be constructive and call out things, nothing's ever going to get better. There should be a safe space for everyone. Um, and when I start getting more into the companies, I'll talk about the toxicity and the controlling method of some of these companies toward these artists, which is happening like all over the world where artists are being exploited constantly. But I do think there's like an extra step of exploitation, specifically in K-pop. And I don't really know why, like, legally that's happening, but I do think it should be spoken about, so. Okay. So I think I already talked about this, and if you hear any pauses, I'll probably edit it out, but it's just because I'm looking at, like, two forms of notes as I'm recording, and I've written a lot of things down, and I just want to be sure that I get all that information. Okay, so another thing I do want to list as my personal opinion is that I feel like a lot of people that like their artist. I understand why people are fans, especially when you're younger. You want to feel more attached to them, you know, you want to buy the t-shirts, you want to buy the posters, you want to buy the music, you want to support them and let them know that you're there. But I think there needs to be more of a line in understanding that they are selling you a fantasy and they are selling you a product and they are, at the end of the day, a human and that's that. And even the, the term idol is so ugh, kind of terrible. And I think it's happened with all generations from all places in the world. I mean, let's, it's not the same, I guess, depending on time frame and the difference in accessibility with social media now. But I do feel like, you know, when people idolized majorly people like the Beatles, Justin Bieber, um, they had a huge crazy fan base. Uh, there are tons of other you know, groups out there, I'm just using those as examples, where people get into this weird idolization of these human beings and they start becoming, you know, I'm a fan, I know all their songs, I really appreciate their music, it's gotten me through this hard time, to I know how much they weigh, I know what they eat every day, I know what products they use or the products that they say they use, I know where they were born, they are so perfect like it starts getting into that lane and that's where it just needs to be cut the hell off cut that off cut that shit out that stuff is so cringy and also super ignorant and is a lot of the reason why some of these artists like i said this is in general although i'm piecing this back to k-pop but why some of these artists are able to get away with so much shit and they should not be getting away with it and I just think that it's fine to be a fan, and if you want to call yourself a stan and you're not getting into that weird obsessive stalking shit, like, paparazzi has been doing that for years. We need them to cut that shit out. We don't need people, you know, wearing the mask of a fan, but also being generally obsessive and creepy, okay? There just needs to be a fine line between that. And I think people that get super defensive about that right away need to do some self-reflecting, you know? Uh, they're human, and they're selling you a fantasy, it's their job, maybe they really do care about their fans, um, maybe they really do care about their job and the music they put out there, that's great. I do believe there are some artists out there that do, that do feel that way, but at the end of the day, there needs to be more barriers, <clears throat> and people need to start understanding 
that as much as, you know, some of these artists do remember your names, your faces, especially in the beginning when they're debuting, you are a number to these companies. Just remember that. That's upsetting, but that's how the world works. That's how capitalism works. And I just think I needed to put that little reminder, the snippet there, because it's a problem. Um, again, I understand people why, why people want their posters and their bias and all that stuff like that. I have been there when I was a teen, so I totally understand that feeling. As an adult, you know, I'm not going to be buying posters, none of that stuff. I will totally buy merchandise if I feel like I'm going to use that extensively. I will buy, um, you know, music, usually on vinyl. Uh, a lot of, you know, artists don't usually offer vinyl all the time. It's kind of hard to get access to. Um, but I will definitely buy stuff on vinyl because that's just the way that I like taking in music outside of streaming. You know, I'll stream their music, I'll watch their videos on YouTube, um, I'll shout them out on my platform, things like that. But, you know, it's not going to be anything too extreme. Let me also state that, another disclaimer, that the artists that I'm going to be talking about today, I chose because I continuously have found myself listening to their music, and it is continuously consistent, good, you know, innovative, interesting, adaptable, experimental, fun, growth. And I can't say that about a lot of artists in general. So this list of women that I'm talking about in terms of group and solo artist, some were in groups before they became solo artists, some are in separate units occasionally, you know, there's a bunch of things to go through with that. I just feel like a lot of issues with the industry, although there are always issues with the industry, is that they're not making consistently good music. Yes, some of them make music that will sometimes sound the same, but that's because like I said, they're under a company. If they find out that that formula works, that's what they're going to put out. But it's not often that you get people in this industry that are consistent. Like, I would put their music on and I could listen to that whole album, right? I will say that one or two songs not really hitting it is pretty typical, but you do wish for something where like, if you're going to buy the whole album, you're going to want to listen to the whole album. But that's not always the case. And a lot of the albums that get released are like mini albums and then they, you know, drop those singles. So we're not even getting songs that are like long anymore. Not really. You know, that's a whole other conversation. But just so you know that I know some things that I'm talking about. Okay? Okay. Most of anyone who's probably going to listen to this video are going to know that those top three, big three, are YG, JYP, and SM Entertainment. All those companies would be regarded as the top three big companies in the industry that have produced some of the most, you know, OG groups ever. You know, when you talk about like Big Bang, we talk about 21, you know, those are YG specifically, but just so you know, like if you've heard those names before, uh, you know, Shiny, if you've heard those names before, they are the OGs. You know, they started it all in some ways. Um, within that generation, of course, but, you know, they were the ones who were bringing in huge international fan bases, and I think there's something to be said about, you know, that very difficult task, okay? Now, although those are the top three companies and they have done their due diligence to be there, I do think that 
like I said before, these companies can be very exploitative, uh, very rooted in capitalism, very controlling. You know, some of these artists are trainees for years on years on years and never get to debut or they get to debut and something happens, whether it's a scandal, which by the way, if a scandal comes out and they say that this artist did this and they have actual evidence, then, you know, that's like a thing that should actually be talked about. I'm noticing a lot recently with some of these artists in these groups, um, they're being called out for stuff that they did in the past and there's levels to that. I think it just depends on the situation case by case. But if you were like a major terrible bully and you were like a teenager, which means you were the age where you knew that was wrong and you were like really hurting someone's life, uh, I don't think you should be able to be a superstar, <laughs> right? So there's levels to that, but um, I do, there are also times where rumors will come out and they're not true. I think we need to get to the point where we're doing actual legal investigation, right? You always want to believe the victims until they're proven to be wrong. And you don't need to spread hate to the victims and you don't need to spread hate to the artist until there's factual evidence. But once we have all the facts laid out on the table, then you're on the chopping block, right? Then we can examine all the issues and, you know, start getting rid of the, the trash. That's, that's a fact, right? So I find that a lot of people like jump on the the bandwagon and like, oh, this person, this person, this person, he should, she said, blah, blah, blah. It's like, let's just wait for the facts. That's all. That's all we need to start doing. Okay. I've just noticed that a lot with lately and in the past too. Some of these um, agencies are more known for one thing versus others. For example, SM is known for having very strong vocal lines. Okay. The vocals are there. Are hitting okay every time almost every time YG is really known for their stylistic and aesthetic approach not only with videos but dancing you know there's there's so many things to break down with these companies you could do a whole video about it which I will not be doing but just so you have a little bit of a vibe um, on how things are ran with the specific companies like companies are known even more than artists like you can be a really good artist but if they don't know your company there's not it's like they're a huge co-signer for their artists like obviously because they're that's where all the money is but i'm just saying like when i think of artists in let's just say doja cat she's one of those amazing great artists right now i guess you could say in the u.s in the west whatever who i really really like but i can't tell you where what company she's under i'd have to go search that shit i don't know none of that but if you give me an artist in K-pop industry, I would know exactly what company you're in there. It's hand in hand. They move, the company moves, honey. They move their logos there. Like there's no, there's no way you don't know what company they're from at this point. And if you don't know, it's probably because it's a smaller company and doesn't have as many accolades to back it up. So I hope that makes sense. And I wanna take this time to state that there are two companies that I think personally are going to be coming up really soon within like the next few years if they haven't already because they've made huge, you know, numbers with their new groups um, or their choices in, you know, creating innovative things outside of just music. Um, so. Big Hit Entertainment, which 
BTS is under that company. I think they're gonna at least deserve a spot in like the top five, so I would consider them the fourth company that should be getting a lot more credibility, if not just under BTS, but some of the other groups that they're starting to produce seem interesting. Um, so I think people should keep a lookout for them. And then P Nation, I really think that P Nation being under size guidance as a CEO, as someone who has been both an artist and is now a CEO over their, over other very incredible artists who have been, you know, listed within that company umbrella. I think there's someone who people need to start looking out for because I think they're going to be up there in the top five very soon, if not already considered up there. There's some other groups. Uh, not groups, but companies like Cube Entertainment and stuff where you've heard about them enough that they probably don't deserve to be like one of those you don't know about companies, but they've done some really shitty stuff that it's just like, mm, I'm not putting them in the top five. <laughs> so yeah, fuck them. <laughs> so I just think uh, Big Hit and P Nation should be getting a little more credentials and I think they should be considered top five. But the top three are YG, y, uh, JYP, and SM. So let's go and talk about the actual groups. Like I said, give me a minute. I am looking at my notes. Okay. So the first person that I'm going to talk about on my list of, I think it's like six or seven people, is... I, you. Okay, so IU has been in the industry for a very long time. I didn't go and like cross-reference from what time point to the other, but she was a child when she was in the industry. That should give you enough of a, you know, she's been there a while. And IU is really known for like her ballad type songs, her very, I want to say whimsical, but very controlled vocals, um, raw emotion, you know, she's able to change up her style and she has done a lot more of that in her like late 20s and she's like the golden girl, you know, she's the it girl and she literally can just sing. She doesn't actually really have to do all the dancing to earn her spot right in ways that other groups really do which is entertaining and that is not to say that IU cannot dance she knows she can hold some rhythm I've seen her really cute so some of my favorite songs by IU although these are not anywhere near all of the songs that she's put out into the world I think it's called BB BBI BBI that's how it's spelled uh, through the night palette blooming but it's spelled B-L-U E-M-I-N-G, Last Night Story, Can't Love You Anymore, which she's basically like featuring or co-singing with another artist who's really good, Coin, okay, so those are some really good IU songs that you should check out. I'll be sure to, if I'm not going to link the songs, I'll at least like put in the, by the description uh, or bio, you know, these are the songs that I prefer by this artist. These are some of their ranges, so some songs are going to be a little different than others. And again, IU is on this list because she's consistent, she's good at what she does, and I've been listening to her music for years. That's enough for me. Okay, the next artist that I'm talking about 
is Sunmi. Okay, so Sunmi has this ability to have, you know, she's a visual in terms of looks, she's an incredible dancer, she's a great vocalist, and she doesn't, she's not afraid to change it up when she needs to. I also feel like she has this sort of, sort of spunky vibe to her that I don't really see with a lot of other artists that seems genuine, where other people it would just be like a theme, you know, for that time, for that album. Sun Me, and while she does follow into the trope of like themes, you know, for albums, which is, or songs, which isn't unusual, she just does it in a very particular style that's based on who she is, right? Uh, and she has a lot of involvement from what it seems like under her company that she's with as a solo artist, which is not one of the big three, I don't believe. You can see that she has a lot more control over what she's doing because you see it in her music, right? So she has those signature dances, which you saw with things like Gashina, you know, one of her songs, Gashina. Her songs are really standouts, they're consistent. She has very interesting, beautiful aesthetic videos, which isn't saying much in this, in I mean, it is saying much in this industry because their videos are top fucking notch, okay? And so to say that her videos stand out to me in particular, I don't think that it's different in the sense that it's like better because of visuals or anything. Like I think she's giving you the top quality just like everyone else. But she has almost like a, not a political, but like a discourse in her videos where she's telling you a message or a story and it's always so interesting and fun. You can see that if you look up some of these videos too. She likes to change up her style. Now I will say in her most recent song, You Can't Sit With Us or Can't Sit With Us, which is really good and badass. And again, the video's so top notch. Uh, I did not like her rap in that song. I like that she tried it. I, I commend her for speaking in English. You know, if something's not your first language, it's always hard to do. But other than that, I didn't like the rap. It didn't hit for me. I'm very, very hard on rappers because nowadays people will say I'm a rapper and they give you the most lackluster shit, not only with lyrics and flow, but just in general. Like, you putting a bandana on does not make you a rapper. You claiming the title of rapper does not make you a rapper. And I'm going to be hard on rappers to the day I die. I don't care what anybody says. Um, for all artists, but especially rappers. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, I didn't like that, but I like... What I do like about Sunmi is that she always tries new things. So maybe I don't like that rap. That's literally the only negative I have about that song. But watch her try it again in another video and I'm like, damn, that, that was good. That was what I needed in that other video. And again, this is constructive criticism. Sunmi doesn't need to prove herself to anyone. Um, and if someone was like, oh, well, I need to see this, 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 then go look at her discography because it's there. She's great. Just didn't personally like that rap in that song. She has a sense of classy sexy, right? She's like very bougie, but sexy. That's Sunmi, okay? Uh, another good song, Tail is a really, really good song. Great video, great choreography, love it. La La Le, Noir, okay, those are just a few of her consistent songs. Love every minute of it, okay? 
The next person that I'm going to talk about is Jessie. Okay, Jessica O. Okay, Jessie. Okay, Jessie. Jessie, Jessie, Jessie. Jessie's gotten really uh, popular recently just based on her like MC and personality skills, which have always been there. I mean, she made um, Pretty Rap Star like for girl. I think it's just women. I think the other one is tailored to the men rappers. Um, she made that show what it is today solely based on her personality and anyone that wants to debate against that will be wrong if they're trying to say that that's not the case. <laughs> and Jessie has been in the industry since she was a child as well. Um, and she has been doing this shit for a long ass time, been with several different companies. Things worked out, things didn't work out, going from the US back to South Korea, so on and so forth. She has worked her ass off and honestly, this, you know, attention and shine that she's getting is so overdue. Like, this should have been happening a decade ago. Seriously. I'm glad that she's finally getting her flowers and her money, but she deserved this a long time ago. And that's a hill I'll die on, okay? So, Jessie's known for her honesty, her great personality, her rawness, realness. Like I said, she's been in the industry for years. She deserves all the attention she's getting. If anything, she deserved it before. The, most, the last three years, she deserved it before that. She's a very, very strong vocalist, has a very good, deep, raspy voice, which I don't think a lot of people know, but I think she actually debuted as a singer before she was a rapper. I'd have to check on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Uh, she is more than just a solid rapper. She can hold her own, and her lyrics are phenomenal. Okay? Jessie is the epitome of what rappers should look up to and what they should try to aspire to be like. Obviously with your own personal spin, but if you want to talk about good rappers in the industry, specifically K-industry, K-music, Jessie is the person you should be looking at, okay? Um, and she has a very deep and bold voice too, and it stands out amongst the others. It's She's great. So some of Jessie's songs... You know, Nunu Nana took off, Zoom is being played a lot on TikTok. Who that be? Okay. Gucci, I feel like Gucci. Cold blooded, amazing, fucking amazing. Don't make me cry. A song that's actually like a slow ballad song for Jesse that a lot of people don't know about. Go look it up. It's fucking phenomenal. Shows a lot of her vocal range. And wet featuring Flo Sick. Flo Sick's actually really talented. You should look him up too. Uh okay. So, the next artist I'm going to be talking about is Hina. Okay, Hina was also in the industry when she was pretty young. She was in groups before. She had that whole conflict with Cube Entertainment. They're fucking lost, you know. Fuck them. Uh, Hina is known for her sexiness, if we're being blunt. I do think that... A lot of the companies she was under beforehand made her sell that, you know, fantasy of the sexiness. The thing about it is nowadays, with Hina being under P Nation, I do feel like a lot of it feels a lot more authentic. She seems a lot more happy. Um, she's always been able to do fun, sexy, summer, you know, sensual type songs, but it feels a lot more like she's enjoying herself even more than she used to and she's able to be herself and i was really happy to see that for her some of the songs i'm gonna mention do 
you know, feature Don, who's her now fiance. I want this to be about Hyena, but I just thought I should bring up Don because recently she has actually dropped a lot of songs with Don. So if I list out songs that you're like, oh, but Don's in that too. Yeah, it's just because she's releasing a lot more songs with Don and songs that are really good. So uh, I just want to do a little, you know, disclaimer there. Uh, I will say about Hyena, I am very particular about rap. And when I first heard Hyena's songs, it wasn't even that I didn't like her songs. I just didn't know how I felt about her rapping skills. I'm really tough on that. I would say that Hyena does this sort of high pitch talk rap sort of sound that really rubs me the wrong way with most artists, but not with Hyuna. If you know what I mean, you'll know. And I also feel like the thing about Hyuna's rap is she's really grown into that style and it's very much like I know immediately when I'm hearing Hyuna rap, okay? Uh, recently, she's showed a little more of her skills with singing vocally and she has a really good voice like it's not that she couldn't sing before but i feel like i'm getting more of a, an inkling on her vocal range and i really want her to start doing more of that because it's good it's phenomenal so i just want to start with that because i do feel like a lot of the reason why people will you know try to shit on hyena is because of the way she raps but I also feel like I kind of get it, but I need you to be constructive about it, you know? I don't want you to be like a shithead. And I also believe, I kind of got it, you know, when I was first listening to Hannah's music. Now I'm like, there's nothing to debate. She's talented and she has her own style and it works for Hannah. And it does not always work for everyone else, okay? So again, she's good at sexy. Girl crush sometimes, mostly sexy. Been in the industry for years. I think she was with Four Minute or something like that before she went solo, amongst other groups. So some songs you should check out are I'm Not Cool, Baby, <laughs> Ping Pong, Lip Hip, Roll Deep, Party Feel Love, Red by Gun, you know, Flower Shower, Good Girl. And some of her songs within units that she was in, known as Triple H, Retro Future, that's a good song. I really liked it. Okay. So, now I'm going to talk about groups. I'm only going to talk about two of them. And the group that I'm going to start with is Red Velvet. Okay. So, what to say about Red Velvet? Okay, I'm just going to come out and say Red Velvet is the shit. They're the shit. I prefer their velvet side, you know, their more sensual R&B side because that's my personal enjoyment. I love a good R&B, okay? Um, but Red Velvet really takes aesthetic, vocal range, visuals, experiment experimentation to the next level. Deliver, 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 hit, 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 okay? Every time I will go to bat for this group. Now. Out of the names I've listed and some of the groups that I'm about to talk about, there's only two, but you know, there have been some problematic things that they have corrected as far as I know, but you know, if you've heard anything about these groups that have been negative and they haven't, you know, spoken about it, whether them or their company, let me know. I would like to know. I feel like every other day something's coming out, but okay. And it's not always the case for each member. Sometimes it's singular members. If you know, you know, but anyway, back to the basis of their music. <sighs> strong vocal line like i said r&b poppy they always deliver 
they take risk, uh, they change up the game, you know, the world stops when one of it drops, okay? I'm just saying, it's true, it's true! Okay, so some of their songs that I'm gonna list out just so you can get a viewpoint of where I am with a fan as Red Velvet, like a fan of Red Velvet, what songs I like the most. Um, Bad Boy, really bad boy. Did you hear that scream, whisper, you know, vocal? That shit hits every time. Automatic, okay, this is like taking a list of what an R&B song is, ripping it out, like of the notes, and then making it. That's automatic. <laughs> Russian Roulette's more pop, but I like it. Ice Cream Cake, One of These Nights, such a good like ballad type song. Peekaboo, Psycho, Feel the Rhythm, that song is so good and I would say and debate for it being a top experimental song with the things that they listed just in their visual representation with real like live painters, artists, artists that they utilized. Um, but using the OG, you know, musicians of our time, it's it's stunning. Okay, Dum Dum, Zinza Labim. Okay, and then some of the units, separate solos. I love Sugi and um, Irene's Monster and Naughty. So fucking good. The music videos, fucking incredible. Okay, check it out. Red Velvet's great. Okay, and then the next group that I will talk about, who I will state is my favorite group in the industry, period. People will debate, because they always do, that someone else is better. That's fine. I'm not saying Mama Moo's better. I'm just saying I know in 10 years I'm going to be listening to Mama Moo. And the group is, I already gave it away, Mama Moo. Okay. So let me just go ahead and list out everything. You'll find out when you go and listen to these songs because that's what you're gonna do after this video, right? Strong vocals from every single one of them, both live and, you know, listening on CD, whatever, streaming. I don't think anyone even listens to CDs any day or anymore. Great group chemistry. They actually genuinely seem like they are friends, right? They're not just like, Co-workers, which again isn't an issue. I mean some of these groups we have in like tons of people on their fucking group in their fucking groups I doubt half of them get along as well as we think they do Which I mean like I said before it's a job so you never know but for Mamamoo. I've never felt that way. Okay uh, Great solo work. They're very interchangeable. They have solid dances uh, do I think they're one of the best dance groups out there? No. Do I think they can hold their rhythm and uh, are great performers? Yes. And I think people need to stop saying, oh, well, they're great vocals, but they're not the best at dancing. Honey, they put on a performance, they can dance, they can sing, and they have good stage presence. They are fucking vocalists. They're performers. Now, don't come for Mamamoo, okay? Do not come for Mamamoo. I really enjoy them and they're from not a well-known agency, I think it's RBW or something like that. Uh, their agency is putting out some more groups. I haven't really taken a listen to them so I don't really have an opinion about that. But I'm really just concerned about Mamamoo. Like if they go to a new agency, cool. Like I, I'm cool with whatever they want to do. Don't really care much about the companies just because I just feel like all the companies are out for money and. We can debate it all day, but capitalism sucks. Okay, so what else? Songs. Egotistic, hip, 
Stinga, Windflower, Go Go Baby, Aya, Mama Mama, Starry Night, One Centimeter, Piano Man, Mr. Ambiguous. I think it's mm, Ah Ah Yeah, <laughs> I Miss You. And some of their solo work that's really good is Twit, Maria, Easy, Honey, Selfish, Shut Down. Don't. I think it's a song that Wasa did with Loco. And Hula Hoop, another song that Wasa did with a few, a group of like rapper singers. I don't know their names at the top of my head. Let me be honest. Sometimes I just go to videos when I see Wasa's name and then I'll do the other research later. So forgive me. <laughs> okay. So that's the end of my list of artists. I hope that you enjoyed that list because I think it's a solid list. Okay? And I think those are solid songs. And those are just some songs that I listed, okay? There's others out there that you might enjoy more. I just think those are some of the staples. So again, um, these are my opinions. Uh, please comment with some reasons why you find yourself going back to certain artists, why they're continuously on your playlist, or why not, maybe? Maybe let me know some of those artists that have been problematic, even though you liked their music. Why are you not listening to them anymore? I want to know. Let's create a discussion. Let's be constructive and fun. Okay. Um, again, there are other groups and artists that didn't make this list for one reason or another, but the industry is huge. Okay. Um, I'm not going to spend five hours talking about groups. Okay. These are the ones that I'm going to talk about now and I still stand by these groups. Okay. For now, for now, until something happens, I'm sure. <laughs> but the music is still good, okay? You can let someone go and still be like, okay, their music was good, but I gotta cut it, okay? We're, we live in that type of world now, okay? It's okay. Um, I place these individuals on here because of my own personal taste. Also, an artist group has a few really great songs. Doesn't cut it. Okay, so what I'm saying by that is you might think that there's another group that I might like, but I didn't say on here. I probably do like some of their songs. I'm not gonna say names, because I don't need that shit on my timeline. But there are some groups on here that have similar vibes to Red Velvet, you know, stuff like that, are from a top company, but their songs are super short. Like they're not finished. Like they sound like they're not finished. Their live performances aren't hitting, okay? Not even a little bit, and it's unfortunate. It could be, okay, it could be that their company is the problem, okay? And once you sign that contract, there's not much they can do. I will give them that. It could also be that they're lazy. That happens. They feel entitled to things. Like I said, these people are human, which means they are flawed, okay? Just like all of us. It could be a lot of things but I'm going off the music while also giving them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Well, this selection of artists, musicians, groups, um, are unique. They're consistent, they're innovative, they're fun, they're raw, and ultimately make wonderful music, and that's why I chose them. And that's the end of my video. Uh, I do hope that you have a good rest of your day. Again, let's have a nice little constructive, healthy di dialogue in the comments. And if, you know, there's a group that you think I might like, you can go ahead and put it down there. But what we're not going to do is, Brie, can you make a commentary video about this? Let's not do that. I make commentary when I want. 
okay? Don't try to, like, get me to do that. But, like, you can shout out a group that I didn't talk about. I might have already been thinking about them, but didn't put them on here for one reason or another. Some of it is time frame. Others, uh, they haven't quite hit all of the spots that they need to, right, with their music. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you, and have a good day. Bye. Na, 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 na.